You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. And I just talked for like 10 seconds without recording. I'm really glad I looked at the screen because we literally would have blabbered for an hour and then realized we recorded like nothing. Good catch. Good Thank catch. You. Thank you. You know, try to keep each other in check. Yep. Um, so episode 60, I feel like that's like the really, zero, yeah, man. that's why I, I know we say it like every episode, we're like, wow, it's wild. We're still doing this, yeah. but it really is. Yeah. It's, you know, a year later and yeah. up to 60. It's true. Are you still enjoying it? I am. You Are you know, still enjoying being my ghoul friend? Yes. Okay, cool. And also your wife. <laughs> oh, phew. <laughs> Great. Whew. Yeah. You know, I think above all, it's made me appreciate, um, other podcasts so much because yeah you know understanding how much goes into it and like we don't even have like some people have like composed like songs during their podcast yeah i'm like shit man like we think we're doing well to like do this (laughs) (laughs) it is i don't think people really you know fully understand unless you have either participated in a podcast or have a podcast produced one yeah. like how much time and effort it does and you know we both work full-time yeah, jobs yeah. so like you know this is taking time out of our weeks and weekends to yeah do it so you really have to enjoy it to yeah. you know continue so you know it's it's good it does take a lot of work sometimes we're not always in the the mood to do it but we always you know find a way yeah and you know I think it was good um you know back not last week, but the week before, mm-hmm. we took kind of our mental health week off. Yeah. You know, I think it's important for us to still realize that, um, you know, it is a passion project for us that we do this, but at the same time, it's it's not going to be worth it if it's not f- still fun and we're not enjoying yeah. it. So I think taking like, that time. Just putting an episode out just to put one out, you right. know? We never so, want to do that. Yeah. I think, you know, we kind of had our date day this week. That was fun. Yeah. I got to take Friday off, so yeah. that was enjoyable. So we just spent the day kind of so what did we do? bopping around Charleston. We went yeah. to my favorite, one of my favorite parts of Charleston is Waterfront Park. And that's like the iconic like pineapple fountain. Yes. And there's good views of the Ravenel Bridge. And yeah. so we did that. And we went to uh, one of our favorite <laughs> restaurants, Mex <laughs> One. I'm like, where did we go? There was a lot of margaritas that day. Yeah, <laughs> we started true. at Mex One for lunch. It's so good. Um, it's really good. If you're in Charleston, there's a few locations, so definitely check that out for sure. And fun fact, when Caitlin first moved to Charleston, even before she met me, she worked at Mex One for a little bit. I did. A little hot minute. A little hot minute, yep, yeah, when I was Slam waiting for my yep, waiting for my, my hygiene license to to be activated. Yeah. So that sounds so epic. Activate. <laughs> activate. <laughs> Dental <laughs> hygienist, <laughs> activate. <laughs> It's like Captain Planet when they like put their rings together. <laughs> Except not nearly as cool. <laughs> no. Well, now, what, were you a waitress or were you like a bartender? Like half and half. It okay. just kind of depended. Um, everybody wanted to bartend, of course, because you make more money. Oh my God, I'd be so scared to bartend. I don't think I could do it. Just put your tits out and just talk to people. Yeah, but your tits aren't going to do anything if you can't make a drink. <laughs> like, you make them strong enough, nobody cares. <laughs> I would not know. I just don't think I could memorize like that many drinks to like know how to make each one you know there's a really cool thing called google I know, but like, you but you gotta, to, like it's like muscle memory though like most people order kind of the same like margaritas same and yeah i mean it's not there are some but like if you really had to google you could or like I you know you. it just it's not it's not easy but it's not difficult either yeah, it's just right. kind of muscle memory yeah sure yeah i guess if you do it every day you kind of get yeah, I mean, it. yeah, you kind of know what it is, and usually, like, they have signature drinks, and you just, that's just memorizing. Yeah, So fair enough. Yeah. What else oh. did we do this week? Another week of work down. I'm entering my fourth week in my new job. I see you're going into your month. Yeah, still that's love wild. it. I do love my four-day work weeks, yeah. three-day weekends. Yeah. It's really nice. You have enjoyed that. I am still trying to get through my class in one piece. <laughs> it's killing me slowly. Yes. But you finish this month, and then you're done for the year. So that's that's yes. helpful. And I'm I'm so ready. You know, I remember feeling at the beginning like, oh, this sucks. Like, I can't go all the way through. And we've talked about it before, but essentially I use my, like, money for flex education mm-hmm. to, like... Through your work. Through your work. Yeah, through my work to pay for classes. So yeah. it is nice to be able to stop and kind of hit pause for the rest of the year. Well, it kind of ends right around, like, holiday season. It does. So it kind of is really good that you kind of just bust your ass, and then you get to, like, relax and not worry about school stuff. Yeah. Um, 
during holidays and you know you get to really enjoy time with family and and friends and so I feel like it's a really good time to break and like every year you know you're another year closer Another so, year closer. Another one. Another one. It's going to be a lot of another ones. Uh, that's, it's not that many, but... We'll get there eventually. Yeah, sure will. All right. Cool. I so, it's almost Shark Week, and yeah, we love Shark Week. Yes. And so, we were just flipping through um, channels, and interestingly enough, mm-hmm. we stumbled upon a shark show that was exactly what we're talking about today. Not yes. sharks. Well, now sharks are included because we watched the show. And sharks are just cool in general. <laughs> uh, they are. Scared of them, but, you know, I like to see them on the TV. Yeah. Now, did you ever watch, like, Shark Week before? Have you always been into it? Oh, or, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Shark Week. I don't remember if it was part of Shark Week. I feel like it may have been, but there was one. Cause, okay, so Discovery is who puts out Shark Week, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago when I was in college, um, they put out... I don't know if this was during Shark Week, to be safe, but... It was, like, a documentary about basically how, like, mermaids really exist and, like, existed. Mm. And it was called, um, I think it was called, like, Mermaids the Body Found. But basically the idea was they had discovered, like, the skeletal remains of, like, a mermaid. And, like, they started digging deep into, like, its genetic code and blah, blah, blah. Now, mind you, my gullible ass is like, (laughs) oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. There are mermaids. Little Mermaid has come to life. (laughs) And then come to find out, like, a year later, it was actually called a mockumentary because it was, like, all staged and they were, like, actors. (laughs) But, like, if you want to be fooled, go watch that because that shit had me believing. That's kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) I should foil how it was on by the end of it. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, this was not a mockumentary. No. Um, but it was very interesting. It was I interesting. I liked it. Um, so do we want to... I guess we might as well go ahead and just, tell Are we diving in now? <laughs> yeah. You came up with a clever name. So today's episode is going to be titled, A Tale of Two Triangles. Ooh. And why is it two triangles? I'm doing the Bermuda Triangle. Yep. And I'm covering the Bridgewater Triangle. Snap! Snap. <laughs> two triangles, two very different locations, all very weird. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So who who do you want to go first? Go for it. Okay. So for this one, we're actually going to be going to really close to where we lived in Massachusetts. Yep. And I like hate that we never actually went to any of these locations now. You would do it? I think I would go see them. Yeah. Like, I'm not spending the night out there, but <laughs> I'll go see it. Okay. Um, so for those that don't know, uh, the Bridgewater Triangle is located in southeastern Massachusetts. It's an area of around 200 miles, and it was coined by a cryptozoologist named Loren Coleman in the 1970s. So this concept's been around for a while. Okay. And as we know... Just going back to some basic geometry here, a uh, triangle has three points, right? <laughs> Just so we all know. What so, we're you know, I don't about. know. It's maybe Common Core math. It may be different. There might be like sixteen now, Hell, but I don't know. I barely got through geometry. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, a triangle has three points. Yes. Continue. So, Coleman basically defined the points of the Bridgewater Triangle as the towns of um, Abington, Rehoboth, and Freetown. Okay. So. There are a bunch of towns, and I mean a bunch, within this area of the Triangle. And these include towns like Brockton, Whitman, East and West Bridgewater, Dighton, Berkeley, Raynham, Norton, Easton, Lakeville, my favorite name, Seekonk. (laughs) Seekonk. And Taunton. Yeah. And we'll talk about Taunton specifically. Okay. um, But there's a bunch of places. So we're talking about multiple cities. Yeah. Well, you said it was like 200 square miles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big-ass Triangle, essentially. So. Mine's um, bigger. Yours is bigger. (laughs) Yours is way bigger. I'll give you that. (laughs) So within the triangle, there's a lot of interesting places. So I kind of broke down a few of those. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, with this triangle, it's really a mixed bag. We're going to talk about cryptids. We're going to talk about hauntings. Um, And we're going to talk about just all sorts of wild shit. All right. There's a little bit of everything in the Bridgewater Triangle. Sweet. Oh, and aliens, because it's not a triangle without some aliens. You know, I think we both can agree that both of these topics are going to cover some aliens. Straight up aliens. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, are you ready? Yep. Okay. So the first place we're going to go to within the Bridgewater Triangle is called Hockamock Swamp. Hockamock. Hockamock, yes. Hockaloogie Swamp. (laughs) Okay. It is 16,950 acres large. Okay. It is the largest freshwater swamp in the state. 
And there is a lot of weird ass shit going on. This is where the cryptid is, isn't it? There's a couple cryptids. Nice. It's just not just one running around in here. Um, so, you know, we've got, uh, King, you know, King Daddy cryptid mm-hmm. hanging out the Hockamock. We've got Bigfoot sightings. Okay. You know, all about a Sasquatch. Yeah. So, yes. There was a Bigfoot, Bigfoot sighting. <laughs> my name's Daryl. <laughs> oh my God. That's the funniest commercial. Is it? I think it's. Progressive? Yeah, I think so. It's with Flo. Yeah. And she's like talking to like Bigfoot and she's like, oh, okay, Bigfoot. And he's like, what? looks at his foot and he goes, my name's Daryl. <laughs> we crack up every time. So if you didn't learn anything in 2020, it's that Bigfoot's name is actually Daryl. <laughs> so Daryl has been sighted many times okay. in Hockamock Swamp. Yep. Um, and most noticeably in 1978 near the swamp. Okay. So you may run into Bigfoot when you're hanging in there. You don't know. Okay. The other one, and this one I found kind of wild, was there's been a cryptid sighted called the Thunderbird. Oh, no. Are you going to sing your song? I'm not going to sing my song because I think it's copyrighted. (laughs) I went to a camp Thunderbird as a kid that had a very annoying song that I love to sing for Caitlin nonstop. It drives her crazy. so annoying. Okay, continue. Well, different Thunderbird here. Okay. But it's called the Thunderbird because birds with 8 to 12 foot wingspans have been seen over the swamp. And even have been seen enough to be noted in police reports. Oh. So they basically say it's like a bird, but it's almost like a freaking pterodactyl, like, flying around Freaking bats. Yeah, it's like a big daddy bat. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big old bat. So you may see a thunderbird flying around. Yep. You don't know. The other thing that happens uh, within the swamp, are there many accounts of, uh, this is a little graphic, so I apologize, um, animal mutilations. Okay. Um, and these are thought to maybe be linked to cult activity okay. that require rituals or yeah. sacrifices. Yeah. No, don't like that. Um, but there were two incidents of these animal mutilations in 1998. Okay. So this has been going on for quite some time. I mean, you see, yeah. it's kind of coined in the 70s, and it's shit has been happening Continued. ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of... Uh, kind of theories on why like why the Bridgewater Triangle is so active and like why all this weird shit is happening. Yeah. Um one is that it's a vortex or a portal, Ooh. we could say. And I think that's a pretty credible theory because you've got all this like random weird weird ass stuff going on. The other um one theory is that it's actually the result of a Native American curse that was placed on the land for white settlers basically invading and taking Native American land. Okay. Which we from history know that that happened well unfortunately a lot yeah and you can just look at the names of a lot of these towns too yeah, are very mm, American yeah connection. okay so whether it's a portal whether it's a curse there is some weird stuff going on yeah for sure so what are your thoughts so far we got bigfoot we got thunderbirds <laughs> um i'm thinking it's it's i'm not gonna say haunted af but some weird shit going on, yeah. especially that it's in the same, like, vicinity. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's not like one thing happens. It's like, obviously, I see your notes. Like, we're, we're still going. Oh, there's a couple more places <laughs> we're going to cover. But the weird thing, too, is that it's uh, prevalent enough to be captured in police reports. Yeah. So, you know. It's not just made up. It's not just high schoolers running around in the summer, you know, mm-hmm. making up rumors, as we all, you know, know that that happens. They do. Yeah. Yeah. So... Weird stuff happening. Okay. Are you ready for the next location? Yep. So the next place we're going to go in the triangle is called Dighton Rock. Okay. Now, if you thought it was a rock, you're correct. Correct. I can't talk to that. (laughs) It is a 40-ton rock. Okay. So it's a big old mamma jamma. Big old booty. And the thing... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. This initially made me think of the big rock at your house. And I think we've talked about it a little little bit before. But in the back of Caitlin's, like, field, because y'all have a lot of land, Yeah, there is a literal giant-ass, like, boulder. And it's really... chilling. It's really odd. Um, yeah. It's a really odd... There's not... It's not rocky in yeah. the area. There's a lot of trees. And I would say this rock is... I mean... I don't even know how big. Um, it's huge. Like, the size of, like, two decent, like, houses, like... Not, I'm gonna say like a double wide trailer, yeah, because that's like what I grew up in. So, like, two of those, yeah, stack. yeah it's, it's just huge. one big boulder. And interesting fact is that's where all of our family has been, um, most everybody's been cremated mm-hmm. and their ashes have been spread, spread on the big rock, and that's part of like where you and I will be, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of that could be an interesting thing to cover, 
Like, big rock. Oh, yeah. Go out and investigate it. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, big rock. Right. A weird, how did it get there? Like, where no did that one, come from? They don't know. No one really knows. It's yeah. been there forever. Um, kind of oddly placed, but yep. it gets weirder, okay. right? So the rock's original location was in the Taunton River, um, and it was at a point in the river where it widened into Mount Hope Bay, which then extended into the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking kind of like at the mouth of the river is where this thing was sitting, okay. right? Yep. Um, now, what makes Dighton Rock really odd is that it's covered in mysterious etchings, Ooh. like writings. Yep. So it was found by John Danforth in 1680. So this thing is old. Old, okay. I mean, old, old. Yeah. Um, and what's kind of interesting about it is that where the rock originally was located, the side that had the etchings on it yep. were actually facing out, like towards the bay and then by extension, the Atlantic. Okay. So the question is kind of whoever did these etchings, was it a kind of like a warning uh, to people coming into the river from the ocean? Don't do that. Was it a message? Was it... So it's only on that that facing side. From what I understood, yes. Like it was like if you were coming up the river, you would have seen it and you would have seen the etchings. So it's kind of... Can you see it like right now, like today? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can still see Why it. Why didn't we go? I know. This has made me really, like, a little homesick for Massachusetts. <laughs> I'm like, there was all this cool shit, and yeah. we didn't even see it. Yeah. So, yeah, at the time, it was facing uh, the kind of towards the ocean in the river. But okay. mind you, there was a lot of erosion due to the water and natural mm-hmm. forces, so it was eventually moved. Um, so today, you can actually find it in a... It's like a tiny little museum in um, Dighton State Park. So okay. you can actually see the rock itself. That's cool. And they, it looks like they've got like a little exhibit kind of around it okay. so, to preserve it. Um, now, there's been multiple theories about who... Because it's... It, from what I could tell, it looks more like picture drawn, Almost like... Not hieroglyphics, excuse me, but like some kind of pictographic okay. language. Kind of... It reminds me what I'm... I haven't seen it, so I'm not sure, but... Kind of like the ancient times, like, you know, yeah. like in the, like, pyramids and stuff. It has, like, the etchings on the wall. Something like, like hieroglyphics, that. Yeah. yeah. okay. But not like that. Or it is like that. It is like that. Oh, okay. It, that's oh, okay. kind of, it's, like, kind of conveyed through pictures. So gotcha, it's not gotcha, like, gotcha. identifiable language, which kind of deepens the mystery of, like, okay. who put it there. Yep. So. Some, aliens. Uh, that's on, definitely on the list. Yep. Uh, some theories are that the Vikings may have done this. Okay. Um, as far as ancient Phoenicians, which that is a, a hell of a journey, um, Portuguese, some think, or our favorite topic, aliens. So yes. still no one really knows, you know, who put the markings there, why they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is Dighton Rock that you can mm. still go see. But it's in a museum. Yes. So the rock has been moved. Okay. But isn't it huge? I mean, it took probably a lot to move it, but yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. I imagine it would take, like, a crane, essentially. I wouldn't to, like, touch that. I mean, I know, right? Like, that is some... <laughs> no, that you're going to stay there forever. Well, exactly. Like, you've heard our curses episode. Like, yeah. you know, not some good Ooh. shit happens when you start moving things. I saw uh, an article, it was a while back, and it was like... They had found a new like sarcophagus that they were gonna open. I'm like, 2020 Don't is do not it. the year. You Don't keep do that it. bad voice like sealed. Yeah. Right? Because we got enough shit going on right yep. now. So yeah. I wouldn't touch it either. Yeah. But pretty cool though. Yeah, someone wrote on someone it. Someone did, yeah. Something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The truth is out there. Yeah. All right. We're moving on in our tour of the okay. triangle. Um, we're gonna go see another rock. Okay. This one is called Profile Rock. And it's located in Freetown State Park. Okay. So what makes Profile Rock so interesting is that when you're standing there looking at it from the side, it literally looks like the like side profile of a man's face. Mm, there's a rock like that. Oh, Old Man on the Mountain. I think it's in New Hampshire. I think it crumbled. I got to Google it now. I think this one actually has crumbled since, too. Oops, that's Lindsay's spooky video she sent me. <laughs> <laughs> the famous Lindsay. The famous Lindsay. Oh, that's not. That's just TikTok. Okay. Um, Wait, sorry, sorry. You got TikToking going on. I know. Old Man on the Mountain. Yes. Here we go. That is in White Mountains um, of New Hampshire. Okay. So very, very similar. Um, here's a picture of it just to show you. It crumbled. Oh, but isn't that yeah. weird? That's yeah. That's kind of what this one looks okay, like. Okay, cool. Ooh, interesting that there's two in New England. Okay. Yeah, very interesting. So, yeah, the rock, it resembles yep. kind of like what you just showed me, the side profile so, mm-hmm. of a man's face. 
Um, so the formation most likely came to be during a dynamite explosion in Ooh. the mid-1800s. Okay. Um, and many, the original thought was that it was thought to look just like a uh, famous Wampanoag chief. Okay. So a Native American mm-hmm. chief. Because of this, the rock was thought to be sacred by a lot of local tribes. Mm-hmm. But in my research, it looks like the it's no longer there. there. So I don't know okay. if it crumbled. I don't know if it was, like, destroyed. Yeah. But, yeah, so there's profile rock that kind of okay. was not meant to look like someone's face. Yeah. But it sounds like just, just by the did. way it happened, it does. Kind of creepy. That was kind of creepy. It's really interesting. I had never heard of the man on the mountain. Yeah, old man on the That was, um, we had seen that. I've seen it in person. That was kind of something we would go see every couple of years it was just kind of a little road trip we would take oh gotcha. yeah mm-hmm. like a school trip or like no no just like family. we talked about it in school i guess a little tiny bit but it would be like more just like a like mm-hmm. weekend trip i gotcha because mm-hmm. yeah that's not too far Mm-mm. from where y'all live no gotcha yeah all right okay ready for the next one yep because i think i got two more kind of big ones to go through okay there's a lot of shit going on in bridgewater mm-hmm. so the next one we're going to talk about a cryptid Okay. Now, this guy, in my opinion, it has a very cute name. Oh. But it is not very cute. Like the cookie cutter shark that we saw today. Oh, on the documentary? Yeah, that was like a super cute name. Like, he oh, was so pretty cute. fucking vicious. Yeah, it literally scoops out like flesh, flesh. out of its like people it's trying to eat. And I'm yeah. like, oh, that's oh, no. not cute. Okay, <laughs> uh, what's his name? It's These are called puckwudgies. Aww. Sounds cute, right? Like, oh, puckwudgie. <laughs> so, these are a massive part of Wampanoag folklore, which is local to the area, yeah. right? So, to me, they kind of look like, a little bit like trolls. Like, they're smaller. They okay. kind of look humanoid. In some of the depictions, they have, like, looks like almost hedgehog spikes on their back. Mm. And, like, yeah, I guess you could say they're cute. Um, but in reality, they're not very cute. And they are all over the Bridgewater Triangle. Oh, okay. So, in Wampanoag folklore, they were thought to be originally friendly to humans until humans did something to piss them off. And then ever since, they've kind of been out for them. Not happy. So, the, like, moral of the story is going to be you do not want to cross a puckwudgie, ever. So, they're kind of, um, a lot of things I read said that they can be kind of, like, uh, similar to leprechauns. Like, they're mischievous. Okay. Um, and here's kind of some things that they can do. Are they magically delicious? I don't know. I'm not going to get close <laughs> enough to try. <laughs> so they can appear and disappear. Oh, okay. They can shape shift. Mm. They can influence people's minds. Aliens. Right? Like maybe. Yeah. And they can do things as simple as if they really want to mess with you, like hide your car keys and you just can't find them and that's kind of annoying. Or they can even shove you off a cliff. Oh. So. Took a turn. <laughs> yeah. Like again. Okay. <laughs> it kind of depends on how like maniacal they're feeling that yeah. day on what they're going to do to you. So people in uh, Freetown take it so seriously with the Puckwudgies. The police have even installed Puckwudgie crossing signs. <laughs> they're really there. Oh, wow. So not to be messed with. Depends on the day of the week. May take your keys, may throw you off a cliff. You don't know. Don't fuck with a Puckwudgie. Don't fuck with a Puckwudgie. Okay. Now, whether you know it or not, you've actually seen Puckwudgies before, because it said that in Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling actually used the Puckwudgie to represent the Hufflepuff house. Oh. Yeah. Except for those people that have never seen Harry Potter, Alicia. She's never seen it? No! I know. We can't be friends anymore. Friendship over. Just kidding. Um, Yeah, so her interpretation of a puckwudgie was kind of cuter, to be quite honest. Um, Yeah. It was said that one of the things puckwudgies can do is produce fire. So she took it as the fire. Fire is associated with things like passion, desire, protection, symbolically. Mm -hmm. And those were kind of the characteristics that formed Hufflepuff House. Interesting. Now I have to ask you. Yes. Which house would you be in? Slytherin. You definitely would be a Slytherin. <laughs> shady ass. Your shady ass would definitely be in Slytherin. <laughs> yeah. You would definitely be a Gryffindor. I, I always said a Gryffindor or a Ravenclaw. Mm. I thought maybe a Ravenclaw too. You could be a Ravenclaw, but I think you I think you definitely would be a Gryffindor, you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> You're all good. I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> Bitch, you just called me a shady ass Slytherin. Because <laughs> you are. I love you Touché. for it, but you are. You would definitely be a Slytherin. You would have let the basilisk right out of the Chamber of Secrets. I could see it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be some shit you would do. I would. 
man. So what are your thoughts on the triangle so far? It's, you know, it just, there's so much to it. Like there's so, it's kind of the Bermuda triangle, obviously I'll get into it, is like kind of cut and dry. So like yours has a lot more like juice to it. Yeah. Like yours is like, that's, I just didn't realize that there was that much shit going going on. on. Yeah. And we're not really even done yet because we've got two more kind of things to talk about. So we've covered cryptids. Mm -hmm. We've covered maybe some aliens. We're going to get more into that, but you know, it's just not ghoul friends if there's not a good old haunting going on. So we got to get into that. Right. Mm -hmm. So we talked about Taunton is in the triangle. Yep. There's Taunton state hospital. Okay. We've heard this name before and I'm going to tell you why. So to give you some background, the hospital, um, and it was a mental hospital, was built in 1851. It was built alongside with the Kirkbride plan, which we've talked about before, which was the idea that giving patients a lot of light and fresh air would help in their treatment Mm -hmm. recovery, which is a noble idea. I would agree with it. However, as we've seen, mental facilities at that time just generally did not do well due to overcrowding. So a famous patient at the Taunton State Hospital was none other than Jane Toppin or Jolly Jane, who we talked about in our serial killer episode. Yeah. That was from way back. Yeah. So she was housed there. Okay. And she was crazy as shit. Yep. If you, just a little bit about her, she was a nurse who basically decided she loved killing patients more than saving them. Yep. So that didn't go so well for her. Um, and next door, I believe there was a jail facility, and that's where Lizzie Borden was held. Nice. So, a lot of shit going on around there, right? Fun fact, we did go see the, for people that have just kind of started listening, we did go see the Lizzie Borden house, and it was fucking wild. So, yeah, if you are in, was it, um... Fall River. Fall River. I kept saying, I was thinking Crystal River, but I think that's a brand of water. Um... You know, same thing. Fall River, yeah, that was definitely worth the tour. Yes, definitely go see it. Uh, we were thought we were big shots enough to maybe stay the night, and then we said, no. no. We, you, if you know us, you know we are chickens, so that did not happen. Yeah. So, yeah, the state hospital was closed and abandoned in 1975, so okay. it's still standing. Now, there were rumors that the staff, supposedly, there's no evidence of this, were involved in satanic rituals and would sometimes use patients in them in the basement of the hospital. To this point, there are supposedly unexplained markings found on the walls of the basement, and there are many people who worked there during when it was in operation who said they simply, like, would not go down there. Yeah. And one of the most seen apparitions is a man in white who we could maybe think was a patient. Mm -hmm. Um, He's often seen on the third floor, and he will kind of appear and then vanish. But this makes me think he may not be human. Yeah. But he, he can also climb up walls nope. and crawl on all fours. Nope. Oh, it reminds me of Split. A little bit. Split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's described as being faceless. Nice. And that makes me think of the creeper apparition at Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Oh, if yeah. you've never looked that up, I highly suggest it. It is terrifying. Creepy, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is kind of my haunting. Yep. And to kind of just cap her all off and finish her up, aliens, right? Of course. Just to give you some numbers, the first ever reported UFO sighting was in 1760. And where in the world was it? The Bridgewater Triangle. Yeah. The next sighting was in 1968 when uh, orbs were spotted over Rehoboth. And then from then on, there have been multiple sightings in the 70s. In 76, two people saw what they thought was a UFO on Route 44 in Taunton. And even a random police officer reported a sighting in a police report in 1994. Oh, that's crazy. And it was on Unsolved Mysteries, too, on Netflix. That's right, that's right. That, that was, was good. That was in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. So, folks, if you go to Bridgewater, you just don't know what you're going to find. You're going to find some shit. what you're going to find. <laughs> you find stuff. You might get picked up by a pterodactyl and carried away. You just don't know. Or uh, what are they called? What? The Hufflepuffs. The Puck Wedgies. Puck Wedgies. Puck Wedgie. Wedgie. <laughs> No oh. wedgies. Oh. <laughs> it's not a puck wedgie. I thought, uh, oh man. A wedgie. Oh, wedgie. Not a puck wedgie. That's what I thought. It was a puck wedgie. They just run up to you and give you a wedgie and like take off. I thought we were going to go there, but apparently not. Glad you corrected me on that. <laughs> a puck wedgie. That's what I thought you said. Wedgie. Okay, puck wedgie. All right, fair enough. She's <laughs> like, wedgie. And they like run Atomic off. Atomic wedgie. <laughs> puck wedgie. They're actually 10 year old. You know, boys. Yeah. <laughs> or Caitlin at that age. <laughs> Still today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not above that. <laughs> That's funny. 
Well, that's cool. I do wish we like would have explored a little more and done kind of more stuff while we were there. But you know, we hope to get back up there one day to see uh, your old boss, yeah, and your family. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll get to make a little field trip out of it. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, good one. Bird just landed on one of my plants. A thunderbird. A thunderbird. <laughs> thunderbird. Definitely not. I think it's a little tiny finch. <laughs> but I landed on my tree, and something's been eating my figs, mm. so I'm getting angry. You don't like me when I'm I'm going to s- stick a puck wedgie on one of them. <laughs> yes. All so right. does that wrap it up? Was that, that was all that I was that? That's crazy. It was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah, that's fucked up. All right, so yours is like a little deeper, so I'm sorry if I bore everyone for the rest of like. I don't think it's gonna be boring. I'm really interested. <laughs> Mine, this is fascinating. Yeah, it's so it's pretty cool. So again, I'm uh, gonna talk about the Bermuda Triangle, which pretty much everyone has heard about. Yeah, you know it's it's not as much of a problem as I thought it was gonna be. Like when I was a child, much like quicksand. Well, it's not like quicksand and, like, the Bermuda Triangle were really going to affect my life, like, a lot. (laughs) Unless you're flying, like, somewhere in it, I wouldn't. (laughs) Which, funny, you have flown through the Bermuda Triangle, and you're still here, you know? So, that's good. I survived. I had no idea where the triangle actually was, so I'm hoping you can, like, enlighten us. I absolutely will. So, it's huge. (laughs) Absolutely huge. It is... (laughs) Um, so first of all, it's actually, um, has a couple different names. Okay. Most popular is the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Um, it's also called the Devil's Triangle or Ooh. Hurricane Alley. Oh, okay. Oh. Which there's a hurricane brewing out there right now. Looking at you. Isaias. Is- Isaias. Yeah. yeah I think that's it. Nobody's saying it correctly. Acai, like the Acai <laughs> I don't know. I called it Isaiah for like three days. I did too. I had no idea that was how you pronounce it. Um, we're all good in Charleston, just FYI. It's just going to be a little tropical storm. So, we're just going to um, get a wind. Just a little, rain. yeah, just going to get, you know, a little bit of an annoying weather pattern, but it's Which okay. We need rain. So we it's do. Not yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yes. Um, so, it's actually in the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean. Okay. So, if you kind of start in Miami, Florida, yep. you can go to San Juan, Puerto Rico, yep. and then up to Bermuda. Oh, okay. Makes a triangle. It's, a triangle. it's really big. Um, so, it's pretty, it's, it depends on who you talk to. It kind of fluctuates in like the actual space that it is believed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's upwards to 1.5. Uh, million square miles. I saw you looking at the zeros. Like, I'm like one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> what is that number? Um, and then for our um, like metric system, people that oh, is close to 3.9 million square kilometers. Um, so it's big. It's big. She real That's big. Summation. Yeah. So basically kind of what happens here, right? Yeah. Why is it so creepy? Mm-hmm. A lot of mysterious Happenings. Now we, we're going to add some shark info into mm-hmm. here. Um, but originally, it's it's typically just aircraft and um, ships and yep. boats. Yep. So in the water, in the land. Um, so have you heard any stories of the like Bermuda Triangle, like recent day? Or is it kind of all like just kind of things you we talk about? I feel like I haven't heard anything specific. Okay. I've just heard before that obviously a lot of ships like wreck out there okay. and a lot of planes go missing, but okay. like, I really don't know a lot of specific stories. Okay. You do. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Hit me. Hit you. Okay. So basically what is happening to make all of these ships and airplanes and stuff kind go of down. just go down, go missing completely? Yeah. Um, aliens. That's my vote. I said it last okay. week and I'll say so- it again. <laughs> So, to kind of debunk, obviously, there are a lot of theories on kind of why these things happen. You know, mm-hmm. there's, pl- you know, plane crashes everywhere. There's oh, sure. the Malaysian airline member, you know, they didn't just find just it for scary. years, and then yeah. they started finding pieces, and, like, you know, that wasn't in the Bermuda Triangle. So, people say it just happens, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of what is to blame here. Yeah. Um, so, t- kind of more practical is um, a thing called rogue waves. So it's basically the perfect breeding ground with warm water and currents to like make these like huge, massive waves that could topple a ship. Absolutely. Like within seconds, there's no warning. It just kind of like boom. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of what most scientists would tell you is what's happening. Doesn't explain the aircraft. 
Because it's not going up that I'm high. Still going to okay. That would be epic though if they could just like whip a plane out the sky like <laughs> the big ass way. Um, well, there are the thoughts. Not it doesn't go as high as really an airplane, but a low flying aircraft. Because um, a lot of these, as we'll get into, aircrafts go missing. Um, kind of right at not long after takeoff. Okay. Um, but they're the like water spouts mm. are often created out there. So they're thinking that that could kind of pull them down. Pull a, um, a plane down. Yeah. Um, what else could it be? Uh, wormholes. So there's no scientific evidence that these exist, uh-huh. but it's kind of on the alien theme that it basically sucks you into another dimension or into Ooh. another world. Dying. Okay. What else? I, like I said, I'm going with aliens that it's there and a UFO comes and sucks them up and like you go home. But like I said last week, maybe they're not coming like, maybe they're in the water and they're like coming out of, because they were talking on the documentary on how there's so places, there's so places we have not explored yeah. there. We can only go down so deep. Maybe that's like, it's well, like the Abyss movie. Like they're just coming up and yeah. like snatching things out of the air. Here's and- the last theory. It's the entrance to Atlantis. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. So maybe the underworld, secret little island somewhere that it's sucking you into. Yeah, a very underrated Disney movie. Disney did a movie about Atlantis way I've back in the day. I've never seen it. It's good. You and I watch very different Disney movies. I yeah, think we, we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, I Like I said, I'm kind of going with the aliens, but... I'm going with aliens. There's, yeah, it's, it's really odd. So what I kind of did was, you know, obviously... There's not a ton of, like, confirmed, you know, cases of, like, hey, it's caused by the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Some of these you you could theoretically explain through, like, rogue waves and, sure. you know, the water, water spouts. spouts and stuff. Yep. Um, so I'm going to start with kind of some of the aircraft mm-hmm. um, stories. So these okay. are all documented uh, events yep. um, from kind of way back to as early as last year. In 2019. Okay. Okay. So, um, we're going to go back on to July 10th of 1945. Okay. There was Thomas Arthur Gardner, and he was alongside 11 other crew members. Mm -hmm. um, And they were in a U.S. Navy, it's called a PBM-3S, which is a patrol seaplane. There were a few planes, and they were just kind of patrolling through the Bermuda Triangle, mm-hmm. um, that just big area, just kind of searching around. Yeah. Um, they left the Naval Station in Banana River, Florida at 7.07 p.m. Okay. And the last radio reported position was at 1.16 a.m. near Province Island in the Bahamas. Okay. And that was the last radio signal that they put out. Okay. Um, and they... Their um, was location just was just gone. Yeah. Um, and then they had a huge, uh, the military conducted a massive 10-day search, land, sea, everything, and it's never been found. Wow. Okay. Okay. So this one is actually the most kind of notable one that mm-hmm. if you kind of research it, this is like the first one that pops up. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go, if this is in the same year of 1945, okay. um, and this one is called Flight 19. Okay. Um, so this is on December 5th, again, mm-hmm. 1945. There were 14 airmen aboard, I think it was five planes. Okay. Um, and they were in, this would be badass, torpedo bomber planes. So, like, they're pretty, like, military, like, strong planes, right? Um, So they just lost all contact um, in the air. Mm -hmm. Um, Just no no signal of, you know, mayday or, you know, anything going wrong. They just kind of disappear from radar, are not heard from at all Mm -hmm. um, in those hours. And so what do they do? They send another plane, or a few planes, um, with 13 airmen, and this was in a PBM Mariner plane, okay. um, to search for the missing plane to see if there was any wreckage, yeah. and guess what happens? The aliens got them, too. Yep. Dying. That plane went missing as well, and they're like, well, we're not sending anybody <laughs> else out. <laughs> they with that now. So, yeah, that was kind of, uh, like, the biggest well-known okay. yeah. one of the Bermuda Triangle, um, and if you just do a simple Google search, you could read pages and pages of okay. just ships and... Um, not ships, well, yeah, ships too, but, like, planes, like, small planes, just kind of commercial planes, private planes, just all, mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm. I kind of felt more towards the, like, military ones, because that's, like, pretty legit, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I just feel like you can't really fudge that. Sure. No, I would agree. So, 
Yes. I'm going to just do a couple little more of like the smaller okay. planes. Okay. Sure. Um, this was on June 9th of 1965. A United States Air Force uh, flying boxcar went missing between Florida and Grand Turk Island. Okay. And the last call from the plane was 177 miles away from Grand Turk. Um, and there was no distress calls, nothing wrong with the plane, um, and the plane never landed. Mm. Um, so they did a search and found debris from the plane, but that was it. Oh, no people, no nothing. Okay. Um, they got sucked in by the aliens. Yup, got them. Um... On June, so now we're going to get kind of closer into, like, our time. Okay. We're going to fast forward to June 20th of 2005. Um, There was a plane going from Treasure Cay Island in the Bahamas to Fort Pierce, Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, There were three people on board, and the plane has never been found. Oh. Yep. Dang. July 4th, uh, 2019. Oh, um, Billionaire Chris Klein, who was a coal tycoon... Uh, was among seven people killed in a helicopter crash in the Bahamas. Um, it just went down shortly after takeoff, um, and there was no explanation as to what why? happened or why um, it crashed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was kind of the most recent. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to ships. Yep. Okay. So I kind of feel like ships have more of an explanation with, like, the big waves and, like, getting lost at sea. It's and a now, little bit more plausible. Yes. Yeah. Um, but still some weird stuff happens. Okay. So um, I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but in the Bermuda Triangle, there are um, magnetic anomalies. So it's the, your oh, compass yeah, right. yep, has a hard time finding true north, which you can uh, imagine yeah. is kind of how ships and boats like, navigate. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> so if you don't have a true north, uh, you're, yeah, I mean, that's really difficult. So that's kind of a big deal. You kind of need that. Mm-hmm. So just kind of keep that in mind a little bit. Okay. So in October, uh, October 11th of 1492, bringing it back to Christopher Columbus. Yeah. He and the crew on the Santa Maria reported a sighting of an unknown ball of light um, in the ocean days before landing at Guanahani. Um, so he, that was kind of like okay. the first report, which was in... Interesting. The Bermuda Triangle. You know, he made it, but like there was something weird going on. Yeah. Okay. Then we're going to bring it kind of to Charleston here. We're going to bring it kind of close to home here. Um, December 1st of 1925, it's called the SS Cotopaxi, departed Charleston, South Carolina, bound for Havana, Cuba. Okay. Um, They sent a distress call reporting that the ship was sinking. Okay. And until it took until 1985, they found um, a shipwreck off the shore of St. Augustine, and it was it's not confirmed, but it's believed to be the SS Cotopaxi. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> um, but also kind of off the Florida coast, kind yeah. of odd. Why did it sink? What happened? Mm-hmm. And so, the most recent one, and when I said that you would know this, is because we talked about this okay. um, when it happened. And this was uh, July 15th of 2000 and I believe 19. I didn't put the year, uh, but I think it's uh, it was last year. There were two 14-year-old boys that went on a fishing oh, trip yeah. off of Jupiter, Florida on a 19-foot boat, and they went missing. They conducted, the Coast Guard conducted a 15,000 square nautical mile search and found nothing. Um, and it was just earlier this year that the uh, boat was found off the coast of Bermuda. Okay. So it went from Florida to Bermuda in a year, mm-hmm. but their bodies were not on board. Whoa. Yeah. What is that crazy? Tarnation. Yeah. Oh, tarnation. <laughs> that is wild. It is. So kind of to add a little more weirdness to it that yeah. we just kind of watched in uh, our TV show we just watched. Yeah, we just watched it. Yeah. Um, was kind of some stuff like obviously we can't go super super deep, but they had found this shark yep. named Mabel, and they tagged her. But then she didn't like it's supposed to transmit like for where up to like is. seven years, like yeah. where she is, the depths, and kind of what she's doing, um, and just never sent any information back. Mm-hmm. But a couple years later, what do they do? They fucking find Mabel. Mabel turns back. Mabel. Up. Maybe she was born with it. Maybe it's just Mabel. <laughs> so she, they find her and tag her with a... Camera. Mm-hmm. So now we see where she's going. 
And so basically she goes farther down than like any human has ever gone. Yeah. Right. You just can't get down that far. So basically she just stops swimming and then like she sinks That's weird. down. Right. Sharks are weird. And so it's like got the infrared camera and like it's showing like all the like movements and then yeah. like she gets like bumped three times and they believe she was mating. And that's one of the first, if not the first, um, like recording of uh was it a white shark or a tiger, tiger shark? shark a tiger shark mating. mating in the wild so that was pretty cool and they think that they're doing that in those deep deep trenches mm-hmm. that are so deep that obviously they don't really even know how truly deep it is right and that's where i think the aliens are yeah atlantis mm-hmm. aliens but there's a huge it's like a huge breeding ground of all these weird Sharks, like sharks that, like, yeah, Yeah. like ones that I've never heard of, seen, you know, before. And they think that, like, the magnetic field there, the magnetic anomaly kind of draws them all there, which is kind of weird. Like, is it protecting something? Is it protecting so you can't go that far down? It's got the sharks on their side. Yeah, see? Interesting. Yeah, girl. So, and I believe if you're interested, it was actually a really interesting documentary. It was called, I think, Just Sharks, the Bermuda Triangle. Yep. And that was on, I think it was National Geographic. Yes, it was. Yep. So, if you're interested, go look that up. Where was um, it the Travel Channel? I think it was Nat Geo. Okay. I think it okay. was just on yeah. Travel Channel, maybe. Okay. So, look it up. It's really interesting. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. Like, that comes on literally right before. It was kind of funny. That's what I was like. like okay. We were going to record earlier, and I was like, I'm going to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Got my research. Had my little paper and pen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still going with my alien theory. Yeah, I think so, too. It makes me really want to watch. We should watch that movie, The Abyss. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's good. It's old, but it's, mm-hmm. like, basically this idea that, like, this deep uh, sea, like, group of scientists that go, like, deep, deep, deep down in the yeah. ocean, like, come across things they can't explain, and, like, they find out that they're, like, basically aliens, like, chilling out down there. Yeah. Um, and it's it's been years, but it's good from what I remember. Well, my thing is, is, like, how do we get to, like, fucking Mars, but we can't get down into the ocean? Those are good questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, like they were saying on the show, and I agree, it's kind of like, um, aside from space, like the ocean is our last unexplored yeah. like, frontier. And that's on our own planet. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we can go down and see the Titanic. Yeah. Like, we can get all the way down there. Yeah. Why can't we get to the bottom of these giant trenches? And it's true. It makes me think, too, of Loch Ness in Scotland mm-hmm. that is so deep. That Maybe they just don't want us to go there. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. truth is out there. Yeah. Or down there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's I don't funny. know. It's wild, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting that we have these, like, certain areas of the world that are just so strange. Like Area 51? Why can't we go there? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, remember Aliens. that time everyone tried to, like, storm it and that didn't go so well? Yeah, well, people, like, actually showed up and tried to do it. Like, you will, like, Y'all. die if you do that. Yeah. So someone pointed out the other day, it wasn't until people started trying to get into Area 51 that 2020 started doling out some stuff. So oh. maybe we pissed something off. Yep. Dang. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. Yeah. Maybe. I've heard the concept. Have you ever, I think we talked about this before, but ley lines. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like power lines that run across the world. Mm-hmm. And the idea is when they're ley lines close to one another, it generates a lot of paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious if like these triangles are essentially the combination of like ley lines and maybe they're creating like portals of some kind. You know what's interesting? Huh? Is remember, it, would, it happened multiple times to us, mostly when we were traveling to Boston from Shrewsbury, like to go to the airport. Oh, and yeah. so Celeste Car has a feature that, like, if you're, like, coming up hot on someone, oh, yeah. and it's, like, break, 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 and it, like, beeps at you, and, like, your dashboard, like, lights out, break, like, holy yeah. shit, pay attention. And there was this one spot that yeah, we crossed yep. every time, and there were no cars around, and it would just, it scared the shit out of me, because I'm like, whoa, like, obviously, What's like, the car on? starts beeping, but it was like, break, 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 and, like, and there was, was no there. car around me, like, not even close. And it was in the same area every Both time we would drive to I the think airport. it was, tw- yep, twice that it happened, and yeah. I was like, what the fuck? That is really weird. Yep. It was only if you went, like, a certain way mm-hmm. to the airport. Because it didn't happen every time. No, nope. You didn't always take that route. It's true. So that was weird, right? No, yeah. I hadn't thought about that until mm-hmm. you brought it up. That's interesting. Yep. Dang. Dang. Triangles, man. Yep. Wow. They are wild. Well, good episode. I liked that a lot. It I was, did, too. Yeah. That one kind of came together. It did. It really did. Kind of a nice break from, like... I mean, you had some hauntings, but, like, ghosty stuff, you know? Like, yeah. it's still paranormal. It's still Weird. creepy. It's, yep. Unexplained. Yeah. Some bizarre stuff going on. Very bizarre. Very bizarre. Truly. Makes me want to watch X-Files. Yeah, right. <laughs> All, All right. right. 
Oh, Jinx. <laughs> Did you ever do that as a kid, Jinx? Pitch Jinx. poke, you owe me a Coke? Oh, no, we didn't do that one. What? It was always just like, Jinx, you owe me a soda. That's lame. I guess, yeah. It's Jinx, pinch, poke, you owe me a Coke. And then it's like, oh. sweat, wet, you owe me a Kit Kat. Oh, my God. <laughs> so intricate. So yeah. elaborate. <laughs> no, we did not have any of that. Do you do punch buggy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm, now, it's funny because I can tell, like, the difference. Obviously, Gabby Ghoul is my sister. Mm-hmm. It's just the two of us and, obviously, you and your brother. Yeah. It, the difference between growing up, like, for me, like, growing up with a sister versus <laughs> you growing up with a, a brother, you know. Like, I remember you would, if you were ever to do punch bug, you'd probably take my arm off. Yeah, so well, you punched as hard as you could, yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't help either. My dad, Greg, like, when we were, like, really mad, he was like a human punching bag. Like, he's a big, tough guy, you yeah, know. He would let us literally dude. punch his arm as hard. He, as long as he was ready. He would let us punch his arm as hard as we could. And it was like punching a fucking cement wall. I can only imagine. It would hurt me anger. more. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Y'all had some anger growing up. <laughs> um, yeah. So we would just punch it. So, like, we never played nice. Like, it wasn't. It was always rough. No. It was always to, like, beat the shit out of someone. <laughs> like, that's what you were doing. So it's hard when I, like, you know, when we, like, joke around or something. And, like, you kind of push me. And I'm like, oh, we going to play this again. Like, you going to get hurt. <laughs> I want to play the game. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, come visit me on Facebook. Had a couple yes. of new Facebook likes uh, this week on the page. So yeah. I'll try to, you know, add some more fun things. Oh, I'll have to add a picture of my my up? blueberry muffin skulls that yeah. I made today. I got a new skull muffin pan and it's and getting pizza or calzones. Little mini calzones the for the first thing. And they look really cool. Yeah. And these look pretty like yeah. metal too. Like I really They're like, pretty cool. That's a really cool pan. Yeah, it is. I can do a lot in there. Yep. All right. Come visit me on Facebook. Yeah. Um, you can get some merch. Uh, Ghoul Friends Podcast at cottoncart.com. Dot cottoncart.com. You said at. Oh. <laughs> Ghoul Friends Podcast dot cottoncart.com. Oh, man. You can go buy you some stuff. Remember, the proceeds that we get from that are going to be given or donated to the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund. Yes. Um, and we've got some pretty cool merch. Yeah, Our sh- I think so. The shirts are super soft. Yeah. I love mine. Yeah, we have the hoodie, but it's just like 112 we here, so we can't wear it yet. <laughs> no, and if you do buy something, please send us pictures or tag yeah. yourself on Facebook or Instagram, Instagram so we can share it because yeah. y'all are all looking pretty uh, pretty great. Yeah. So, yeah, um, come see us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can come find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. Um, and then, if, as always, if you have a listener story or if you want to just send us an email, you always can at GoolFriendsPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And please uh, send in some listener stories. We need some. It's yeah. about time for a new one. And we yeah. Gotta, we got to build them up. We so. know y'all got some fucked up stories because... Based on the last... Have we done two yep. listener story episodes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... Dang. Y'all have seen some stuff. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's all I've got. That's that it. All? It's about lunchtime. My belly's growling, so. All right. Let's get some lunch. Well, no matter where you are, we hope you stay healthy. We hope you stay spooky, and we love you, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. For now, I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your girlfriends. Bye. Stay aliens. It's, it's fucking aliens, dude. <laughs>